Hi, Chris and Tirsa with the Preferred Experience Podcast. This is episode 40, and today we're going to be talking about Grand Canyon Nutrition, and we have our very own Tirsa to share it with us. My turn? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nice (laughs) warm-up. You like that? (laughs) All right. So as you guys know, we have our Grand Canyon hike coming up next Saturday. So some of you may be wondering, well, what do I need to do? This might be your first time. Um, Chris and I have hiked it, I don't know, I don't even know how many times, a lot. Multiple times. Um, The first time we hiked it, I think we had been married one year. It was on our one year anniversary, right? I hiked it once before that without you, before we met. And then we did it together. And the first time I hiked it, I swear I'd never do it again. (laughs) It was very hard. I was only 22. I wasn't in the shape I'm in now. Not that you have to be in incredible shape but um i just didn't know a lot of things so hopefully we can teach you guys some of the things that we know so that you have a great experience and one of those things is obviously what should i be eating and drinking before during after so we're going to try and answer some of those questions for you today obviously if i don't cover something that you might have a question about you can always reach out to me or comment on this post and i will be happy to answer them for you so Let's talk about um, what to be, what to do the week of uh, our, our hike, so starting next week, and even you can start now. So really, prep happens not the day before or two days before, but the week or maybe even two weeks leading up to an event. So this hike may be something that, the biggest thing that you've ever done, and maybe you don't really have any experience on how to prepare for something. So let's, we're going to go start with different categories. The first one we're going to start with is hydration. So hydration is probably your number one most important thing to focus on this week. We want you guys to be aiming for at least 100 ounces of water a day. If you are really good at drinking your water and 100 ounces is no problem, maybe shoot for 150 ounces. Um, But getting in that hydration, getting in the water intake is really going to help pay off in the long run. Uh, especially when it comes down to muscle um, cramping, that kind of thing. Although we've had this unusual cold front come through and it's not super hot out right now, the temperatures are supposed to go back up and we want to make sure that even when the temperatures are low, we're still drinking enough water. So that's our number one thing is each day grab something. I carry this around. Um, Chris has one too. Just have something with you that you're able to measure your water intake and get in the 100 ounces a day. Take it as a challenge if you if you must, but um, get that water in. The other thing is, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> why why would someone want to worry about that much water right now? So that you're hydrated during the hike. But I I've noticed if you try and drink a bunch of water at first, that you'll have a hard time holding that water in. And the more you have it. Right. Right. So if you're if you go from not drinking a lot of water, oh, there's a fly, sorry. <laughs> to uh just all of a sudden drinking a bunch of water, you're not gonna um absorb that water. Your cells aren't gonna be hydrated. So we wanna make sure our cells are nice and hydrated. It takes time to do that. Is that what you were kinda looking for? He <laughs> could have just said it. <laughs> I'm I'm the host, so I ask questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So uh, you may be thinking also about electrolytes. So electrolytes are definitely good. Um, We 
we live in a hot state, so electrolytes are super important, especially if you are a heavy sweater. But also when we're working out, we sweat a lot. We want to make sure we're replenishing those. And there's a lot of ways to get in good electrolytes. So you might be thinking, oh, Gatorade or, or something like that, Powerade. Usually those kind of drinks have a lot of sugar in them. So we're looking for something that has less low sugar. What I prefer is our Fit Aids, and that's why I always have a Fit Aid right after our workouts. It's full of electrolytes. Um, we do have these Fit Aid Goes. This fly will not leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so we do have these Fit Aid Goes. This is what I'm planning on taking with me um, on the hike. So these are full of really good electrolytes, potassium, which will help keep us from cramping it also has a little boost of caffeine in it so these are really great we sell these at the gym you guys can pick a couple up before you go um, i would definitely suggest that um, another option is zip fizz if you guys have seen those at, at costco zip fizz is something that makes it into my daily rotation as well full of electrolytes as well as b vitamins a lot of really good things to help keep us healthy so that we're not don't get sick before the hike um, also, we've used Noon in the past. Noon is nice because it's a little tablet that you can, it's easy to carry with you. You can throw it in a water bottle. Um, so that's another option. Do you have any other options? I, I stopped using Noon as much. Um, it's, I think it's good, but I've heard that there's other salt things that are a little better to take. But I think Noon would be really good like before, but during the day, I, I would recommend like salt stick or. We're talking about the week before, though. The week before, yeah, I think it you would, would be fine. You would take a salt stick? I, I wouldn't take a salt stick now, but oh. I'm just saying for noon, a lot of people will take it during. Uh-huh. And I've, I've found that it works better for me before or after versus okay. during. Okay. So just leading up to the hike, you think it would be fine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so some kind of electrolyte if you are a heavy sweater or you've been outside and sweating a lot. Um, the next thing we want to talk about is our sodium intake. So sodium is important because it helps with um, blood volume as well as muscle con contractions. We want to make sure that our muscles are not, are not um, cramping. And in all honesty, the American diet is has plenty of sodium in it. We don't need to supp supplement with sodium. Unless you follow a very low sodium diet, you don't need to supplement with sodium um, for something like this. If we were hiking in hotter temperatures, then possibly yes. Uh, we just looked up the weather for next weekend. It looks like the the low at the so it's going to be cold at the top and warm at the bottom. Um, so the the low. At the top, it would you say 23? 28. 28. But, yeah, that's at the south rim. It's saying so that's cold, but it warms up quickly, and at the bottom, it's much warmer, so probably in the 80s at the bottom. So, One, one thing I experienced last week, I, I mentioned on the podcast last week, is it was warmer at the edge. So the hotel was like 33 degrees, 34 degrees. And oh, then we interesting. got there and it was 43 okay. at the rim. So interesting. I'll be interested to see if that happens again. I never noticed that okay. before. So, you know, you may want, if, if you do find yourself, if you work outside or if you sweat a lot, you may want to supplement with some sodium or eat some things that are higher in sodium. But for the most part, I feel like our diet is pretty full of sodium. We should be fine. Um, as far as food goes, that's probably the biggest concern is how much food should I be eating? So I want you guys to think about prepping for an event or a race or 
um, a competition of some sort, you wouldn't go into it the week before trying to cut calories, trying to drop weight. You need to look at food as fuel for the event that you're that you're training for, and this event is going to take those cal. We need those calories, so don't try and eat at a deficit this week and next week. Let's get in the calories we need. Hit eat at your TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. Eat right there. Um, if you if you're mindfully eating and you're not tracking calories, then um, you don't need to overeat, but you can eat when you're hungry, basically. Follow that rule. Just eat when you're hungry. Try and eat every three to four hours. Don't go long breaks without eating. Um, that's that's what I would follow. That's what I'm planning on doing. Um, eat lots of fruits and vegetables. Keep your protein. Think of uh, protein-led. So every time you eat, what's my protein? And then get the majority of your carbs from low glycemic carbs unless you have just worked out then that's when you want to eat the high glycemic carbs, things like bananas and fruits and um, smoothies and, you know, things that that increase your um, blood sugars quickly. Um, one thing I, I would suggest is if you are tracking your calories or your macros, I would consider doing 30% protein, 30% fat, and 40% carbs. So kind of following that will help make sure that you've got the stored glycogen you need for the hike next week. So let's talk about sleep. Um, sleep is probably one of our biggest things we want to focus on. I Everybody's different. I feel pretty good at like seven hours. Um, Chris likes a little bit more. It's, you know, if you can get anywhere from seven to nine hours, you're doing good. Um, so that's kind of what I would aim for is between seven and nine hours of sleep leading up to it because there's a pretty good chance that the night before your race or sorry the hike you're not going to sleep good <laughs> that's that's that just a experience. given yeah <laughs> that's just a given um so i would definitely suggest trying to kind of have that sleep bank full seven to nine hours a night don't you think mm -hmm. right about that okay all right so that's what i would suggest leading up to the hike let's talk about the day of the hike hydration Everybody needs to have a 100-ounce bladder, water bladder, to bring with you. Um, minimum, don't you think? 100 yeah, ounces? Yeah, I, I was writing it down earlier, and I 70 to 100. Yeah. I feel like you'll be good. So you during your hike, the hard thing, thing about the Grand Canyon is that the easy part is first. So we're going to go down first when it's cold, so we're not going to feel like drinking a lot of water. This is when we prep for the hard part. We've got to make sure we're drinking a, at least half a liter of water per hour. So anywhere from um, 20 to 40 ounces per hour. Um, so that gives you the, the hike down is seven and a half miles. So it takes about four hours to hike down to the bottom. Um, you're going to go through that 100 ounces. Your goal is to go through that 100 ounces on the hike down. There is a place to fill up your water at the bottom. We'll make sure your water is full. And then there's another place about halfway up to fill your water up again. So if you can fill your, your bladder up three times and you're drinking all that water, that's, that's a good thing. Um, I would definitely make sure that you're doing that. You're not going to, you're not going to run out of water. There's, pl there's three places to have, to fill your water. So you're going to be just fine with on that. On the way out. On the way out. On the way down on South Kaibab, there is not one water spot. You're right, but it's only seven and a half miles, mm -hmm. and it's downhill, and it's cooler 
temperatures. Mm -hmm. So if you have a 70 to 100 ounce bladder, you should be you'll totally be fine. Yeah, you'll be totally um, Especially if you're carrying an electrolyte drink, which is what I recommend, having a separate bottle that has electrolytes in it. Um, so again, I would bring either the FitAid or Zip Fizz or something like that that's going to give you electrolytes. And I would alternate between sipping water and sipping elect electrolytes. You should be fine with having one electrolyte drink on the way down and one on the way up. However, you can always bring extras just in case. Um, maybe someone didn't bring one or you start to feel you know, crampy or anything, you can have another one. Yeah. One thing I, I really learned on my last hike, and it was, it was a little further than what we're doing, but it made a huge difference for me. I was aiming for about 1,000 milligrams of sodium an hour as we, we went through it. And um, I was able to hold on to the water I was drinking better, where in the past that was a little harder to do. And things I've learned is people will need somewhere between 600 and 1,000 on, on the sodium. And um, I, I really found that that made a huge difference for me. My muscles never cramped the whole day. Um, still went through a, a time of not feeling a ton of energy, but that was when I got off my sodium and off my nutrition. Yeah. Over. Well, and the thing about it is the reason we need electrolytes is electrolyte, the sodium is actually what helps our cells hold the water. So if your electrolytes or sodium levels are off, you could be drinking all the water in the world and it's not going to do anything. You're going to pee it out. So that's why it's important to have both. Um, Chris used salt sticks when he hiked. Yeah, I used salt pills. Um, I've never hiked the Grand Canyon with, with salt. I've only just used I electrolytes. Never had so it's, it's totally up to you. It's something that you could bring along just in case if you'd like. Um, but it really is up to you. But if you are somebody that's, that sweats a lot, I would probably suggest that. And you can buy those probably online, but I know they sell them at um, Dan's store too, right? Yeah. So they have salt, salt pills and then they have salt tablets um, by a brand called Salt Stick. And it just made, it really, I feel like it made a huge difference for me. I've never really focused on that as much as I did at this, this last one. Cool. So food while we're hiking, um, the morning of try and have something that is high carb, low glycemic. So something like oatmeal, uh, whole wheat toast, something like that is a great idea, but pair it with a protein. So I am planning on doing oatmeal with protein powder in it. It will be easy to digest. Um, it won't spike my blood sugar. The protein will help keep my blood sugar level. So that's my plan is to have that. Um, also drinking a liter or more of water before we start is a great idea as well. Um, trying to avoid a lot of caffeine. The caffeine will make us not be able to absorb as much water. Um, it is a diuretic. So if you absolutely have to have that caffeine beforehand and you're used to drinking caffeine, then go for it. But if you're not, then um, I, would, I would try and stay away from the caffeine before. So during our hike, we want to have a mixture of simple carbs and complex carbs. The simple carbs are super important for those times where we start to feel like we're crashing or cramping or we just need a quick boost of energy. So a list of simple carbs that we usually bring. Um, you can always do like a gel shot or um, some kind of goo or... What, I don't know, what are the, so cliff shot, shot blocks, shot blocks, things like that, that, Tailwind. that people use while they're running, um, races. 
those are not always the best and easiest, or they're, they are very easy to eat, but they, if you're not used to them, they can kind of make you gag. I have some um, funny stories on that. One, <laughs> one thing you could do that I'll probably do is buy those little applesauce packs, pouches that you can just like squeeze and hurry and have some, a quick boost of carbs that is going to boost your um, blood sugar. Dried fruit is a really good option too, and uh, or fruit snacks, things like that that's going to help increase blood sugar quickly. You want to be careful that that's not the only thing you're eating though, because we don't want those big spikes and valleys in our blood sugar. We want it to be more level. So a couple other things you could consider bringing are, um, we always do trail mix, granola bars, um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, things like that. Anything, anything else that you would suggest? Yeah. The one thing you want to, that I, I've found you want to limit how much fat you're taking in during that time, because it just kind of slows everything down as you're going. So you want to focus more on carb-driven yep. foods. Uh, I always bring turkey jerky or beef jerky, whatever. Some kind of jerky as well to get in some protein. There is a place at the bottom um, to buy some buy food if you're wanting to do that. I don't usually do that. I usually just bring my own food. So sometimes you might want something a little more hearty at the bottom. If you have room in your pack, you could bring a sandwich or chips or something like that remember that we are any trash that we bring in the canyon we are hiking out of the canyon so don't bring anything big and bulky that's going to take up a lot of space or be heavy because we do have to carry it out with us um any other suggestions on food no i I like the sandwiches i had a friend bring a pizza a couple weeks ago (laughs) it's just nice to have something real to eat something different instead of like snacks you know so think Think of lunch, like you want a lunch at the bottom. It's nice to break up the gels and the, uh-huh. the quick foods. Yeah. Um, we brought potatoes. Yeah. potatoes <laughs> with salt on but them. You were it was actually really good. 48 miles. So. I, I would do it on this. It's, would you? It was still really good. So, yeah, you can bake some potatoes, put them in a bag. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do. Um, I've heard people eat dates, although that might mess with your stomach a little bit. You know, they're not high in fiber. They're higher in carbs. Cool. And um, they worked really well, too. Did you do that? Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about after the hike. So after your hike, obviously you want to get in the sodium and the water. So you could eat a high sodium meal. Um, You want to eat things that are easy to digest. So things that are easy on your stomach, like rice or potatoes that are going to be full of potassium, Um, proteins such as um, chicken or something like that. Just something easy for your stomach to to digest so that your body can focus on repairing the muscle that we just broke down instead of digesting food. Um, We will be planning a dinner that night. We're not sure where yet. We will figure that out and we will let you all know we will have a full hiking guide what to bring, what to eat, um, what gear you might need, what what the itinerary is as far as Friday and Saturday goes um, so that you guys can participate in whatever you want. I know some people are bringing their families and may choose not to participate in the dinner afterwards, but we will figure all of that out and let you guys know as soon as possible. Yep. Um, Bring your families. It'll be fun. The more of us, the better. Yeah, there's a couple people bringing their little ones. So let's talk about sleep. You guys are going to be tired. Um, This hike is, you know, our fastest group will most likely be around eight hours, slowest maybe 10. It's going to be fun it is challenging, but it's really fun too. We will take it at whatever pace you need to take it at. 
We will break everybody up into groups so that you uh, they're more manageable and you don't feel like you're holding anyone back. Um, afterwards, you're, you're going to be sore and tired. So number one, stretch first. Don't just lay down and want to take a nap or go to bed. Get in your stretching, especially your calves and ankles and quads. You're going to be pretty sore. Even your shoulders from holding your pack might, might ache. So get in a good 20-minute stretching. That will really help your recovery. We Most of us are staying two nights, so we should be able to get a good night rest that night. Um, those that are not staying, be very mindful of how, body, how tired your body is. Don't try and push that drive home if you're exhausted. It's just not worth it. Or if you've got somebody that you can bring with you to drive you home, that's even, be even a better, better. option. Um, We've tried it before. We have. It's so, it's, you're just, you don't realize how tired you're going to be. So, yes, we've definitely tried to drive home. We made it to Flagstaff, pulled over, and got a hotel. (laughs) It's just not worth it. Um, But let's, let's try and get, you know, nine, ten hours that night as best as possible. I would suggest taking um, a Tylenol PM or melatonin or something like that. That's just going to help you relax and not wake up to muscle cramps. Um, so that's what I would suggest as far as recovery goes. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's good. We're, we're so excited. We've got about 38 people, two more that are on the fence. So we may have an, up to 40 people doing this hike, which is so exciting for us because we absolutely love the Grand Canyon. It's one of our favorites. Um, so it'll be fun to experience this with all of you guys for your first time. And maybe it's not your first time, but it's just fun to do something like this outside the gym mm-hmm. and to get to know you guys on a different level. So if there's any other questions you have as far as nutrition goes, be looking for uh, our Grand Canyon guide that we'll s- send out within the next few days. But you can always hit me up at, with any other questions. I'm happy to help out. And let's do this thing. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Thanks for for being on here today. Um, you can share this with, with anyone you know that is doing the Grand Canyon. It'll also be available on podcast form, so you can share it on Apple, Spotify, wherever you'd like to, to listen to podcasts. We'll have it on our website. We'll be out in the, the gear list to our website, to our Facebook page, and then our members group. So we'll have it on all three of those. And uh, we sure appreciate you being on here. We're excited for the Grand Canyon. Um, I'm I'm excited for the hike, but I'm also just super excited to hang out with everyone the night before and the the night after. So it'll it'll be a lot of fun. fun. So looking forward to it. Thanks a lot. And we will see you later. See you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.